Welcome back to the show. Today's episode is brought to you by the one and only Simple Practice. Simple Practice is an all-in-one platform where you can schedule appointments, send paperless intakes, file insurance claims, and more. They also just rolled out a new integrated telehealth feature that allows you to meet remotely with your clients um, where you're, and, and also have their user billing system to allow you to track and accept payments at the press of a single button. What's not to love? You can try Simple Practice free for 30 days using this special link. It's ter.li forward slash simple. That's ter.li forward slash simple to sign up for your free 30-day trial using our special link. Because running your practice should be simple, so you can do the work that really matters. I mentioned this last time and I've mentioned it before. Simple practice is and always has been uh, my personal EHR of choice. And um, uh, I, I only endorse products that I love and actually use and have experience with. And this is certainly no different. Um, can't say enough good things about it. Last week we talked, or last session I should say, um, uh, we talked a lot about how to automate your practice using simple practice. And I'm going to talk a little bit more today about automation in the context of using simple practice as a group practice owner. It's going to be a good one. Let's dive in. All right. So first of all, I don't even think it would be possible to really scale up into a group practice without an EHR. So let's just get that out of the way. If you're if you're doing so, uh, and you're scaling a group practice, growing into a group practice from a solo practitioner without an EHR, you're crazy. That's too much. That's too much work. Um, as you scale, your systems need to be all as automated as possible. Because the reality is. At no matter what stage of business you're in, when you're, whatever pain points you have now, as you grow and scale, um, those pain points will simply multiply. So the little snags in your practice, whether it's billing or scheduling or all the above, you have those problems now for, let's say, if you're seeing five clients a week, well, when you start seeing 20 clients a week, you're going to have those problems multiplied. So if you don't handle them now, um, they're only going to get worse. They're only going to crop up more and more often. So that's the first thing I would say about um, the importance of automation when it comes to uh, scaling your practice successfully and scaling it into a group practice, which is a dream that a lot of therapists have. Um, it's also a dream that should not be taken lightly, right? So I talked about this in a previous episode on, I think it was called Why You Shouldn't Be a Group Practice Owner or Why You Shouldn't Become a Group Practice Owner. And... Um, um, I actually had a, uh, a coaching client this morning um, reference that episode, and I was super proud of him and the decision he made to not become a group practice owner. Um, I bet he's listening right now. And if you are, again, you're hearing it from me that I'm super proud of you for making that decision um, and taking that information from that episode that I shared on why you shouldn't become a group practice owner. Um, it, he just realized it wasn't for him, right? That there are different ways. If you're just doing it for the money, it's not necessarily the thing for you. Involving other people's lives in you and your practice um, can certainly be great and generate more revenue, or it can multiply your pain points and in some cases can multiply our anxiety 
So I think it's it's really a trade-off. And I think there's a lot of different ways to um, bring in additional revenue to your business, uh, especially with the evolution of the internet and all the different options we have for creating podcasts and online courses and webinars and memberships web membership websites uh, in his case. So um, I was just really proud that he you know, kind of came to that realization and was able to kind of make that decision for himself and feel good about it. So, um, again, if you're thinking about group practice ownership, um, you know, look into it a bit more. There's a lot of people who are advocating for it and it's great for some, it's great for a lot of people, especially if you want to lead people, um, and be a, uh, a, a true manager. Um, but if you don't like, leading people or managing people, then it might not be for you. So there's your permission to, to do something else if you want. Um, if you are going to go group practice, then get the help you need, you know, learn from people who've been there before. That's what I would say about that. Um, all right. So last episode, we talked all about automating your practice and your systems using simple practice. And today I'm going to talk a little bit about if you are in fact, one of those fancy group practice owners, what you can do a little, a little bit about what you can do with simple practice as a group practice owner. Saying the word practice probably 170 times so far in this episode. And I feel like I'm going to screw it up one of these in one of these moments or just forget the word practice or forget how to pronounce it. You know, one of those weird things. Um, what I like is that, um, the, I really love the insights feature of simple practice. This is one of my favorite places to uh, spend time as a group practice owner. Um, this gives me a really quick snapshot of how the business is doing, especially in terms of looking at our revenue across um, the past few months, looking at our revenue for the entire year, um, and looking at the predicted revenue for this month. That's a really great number um, and a really useful number to look at as a uh, group practice owner. Certainly that number is um, is a decent reflector of the health of the business. Because um, if you don't have revenue, guess what? You don't have a business. So you got to have revenue. Um, so this is a good place to get that quick view and to get it in the nice and a nice attractive you know, form of, uh, uh, of a nice chart and graph. Um, so yeah, love the insights section of simple practice. That's a great place to, uh, to start. Now that's not the entire place. That's not the entire view of, you know, evaluating the health of your business. We talked about this a lot in, in the other episode of, uh, the life changing magic of KPIs, key performance indicators. So these are the numbers that truly reflect um, the health of your business. And if you haven't checked out that episode, make sure to do it. It's a, it's a few episodes back a little while ago. Um, uh, but yeah, this is one place to, to kind of get, um, get some, some layers of insight into your, your practice, especially for just a quick view. Now, if you're a group practice owner, then you're definitely going to want to know, and one of your KPIs is going to be, um, the clients seen per clinician. Um, more specifically, you're going to want to look at, um, the, uh, payments received by per clinician. Um, certainly you can have the snag of a clinician seeing clients and then maybe forgetting to process the payment or, um, processing it the wrong way. We've, we've had that happen and, you know, luckily we had simple practice to, uh, to take a look at it and see the discrepancy between, um, 
a simple practice in our bookkeeping and we could diagnose that problem. But um, you can look at, in general, the performance of your uh, clinician from that insights uh, section. So I really love that. So clients seen per clinician and payments received per clinician, both really great features. Uh, again, I, I, I referenced that revenue snapshot of month and those monthly and annual comparisons. I really like to look at those numbers and especially when it comes to looking at the summer. Looking at the summer, um, May was uh, a very strong month for us. And then of course, June and now July, not so strong months. So uh, if you've been worrying about that and worrying about your summer slump, then um, you're not alone. I think it's a fairly universal thing that we go through as therapists. Um, I think there are some things we can do to mitigate it, but I think overall it's going to happen and it's not the end of the world. So, um, and again, that predicted income for the month, I really like that feature as well. All right, so those are just a few of the features that I really love when it comes to using simple practice as a group practice owner. Um, if you didn't already listen to the last episode about other ways you can automate your practice using simple practice, regardless of what kind of practice you are, there's that word practice again. Um, and that's it. That's it for this week. Again, thank you to Simple Practice for sponsoring this episode. If you want to sign up for your free 30-day trial, go to ter.li forward slash simple for your free 30-day trial. Otherwise, thanks for being here again. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. And appreciate you being here. See you next time. Cheers. Cheers.